podcast with with a question Ooh, um do you think that people as soon as they either uh you know don't service your your like your needs or slight you or kind of do something that you don't agree with you should immediately cut them off or mm. do you are you someone who gives people the benefit of the doubt? Second chances. And, yeah, it gives people second chances because I was, I don't know, I was, I forget, I was listening to something and and the advice that this person was giving was like, I have no tolerance for anyone with any BS in my life anymore. If you're bringing any BS in my life, you're getting cut out. And and at first I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, shoot, wait a second. I wonder if like, if I had friends who if just at the first glint of, like BS, I just dipped, or vice versa. If I would have a different group of friends, are what do you think? Are you someone who who, or is that not even really, or do or is that not really the correlation? I don't know. I guess people always say that of like I cut these people out of my life who are toxic. Da da da. I've never actually seen that. I've never had I've like never. <laughs> like Jacob's like I've actually never cut anyone toxic out of my life. Um, <laughs> well, I was like I've never seen that doesn't happen. Well, I've never seen someone that I know who is like, oh, that's a toxic person in your life, or like this person's kind of lame in your life. Really? Then actively cut them out. No, I don't know if I've ever like actively seen that. Uh, you know what I mean? I see. I see. You've never seen someone successfully do that, or you've never seen anyone do that successfully do that? Maybe. Because there's no toxic people or because they haven't been able to get out of them? Because they haven't been able to get out of them and it's like toxic for a little bit and then, oh, it's fine. And then it goes back to being toxic. By the like, way, toxic for a little bit, not toxic. Toxic for a little bit is toxic, toxic all the time. <laughs> um, uh, just for the audience out there listening. Um, if it's yeah. intermittently toxic, it's toxic all the time. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I hear people talk about that all the time, but I've never yeah. actually like seen, seen it. Seen it in practice. Yeah. I, I mean, hear I, you. I had people that were just dicks to me in like high school and in elementary school, junior high, I just don't see anymore. Yeah, because, I don't really feel like it's like cutting them out. Like right, I didn't because, have to do that. I just well, chose what about to... this? What if are are you the asshole for not wanting to be friends with someone who bullied you in middle school or high school? Like if like let's say you reunite, you you got yo, you've been out of college for a bit now. You guys yeah. have been way out of high school, way out of middle school. It's it's totally reasonable. You know, we we talk about all the time on the pod. People change. People yeah. have the ability. People should be given forgiveness. Like, are you are you one to be like, oh, I, c- I could I could forgive someone, or or do you have a list? Do you are there are there people who are on who the are, list who are yeah who are like nah. Yeah, no, I told. I feel like you got a list. Is it a mental list or because some people have a written list? Well, I, Monica, about it. <laughs> she's got a PowerPoint. You got, you got a, I do. You, yeah. So, so do you I have, have a, a mental list for sure? Okay, you got a mental list. Do you have a list? Um, I was thinking about it. If I if I have a list, I feel like you don't have a list. Nah, I don't. I don't have a list. I don't have room in my heart for a list. I, don't, I do. Nah, but I have also, a little no- corner. I have a little corner reserve. It's just three people. <laughs> it's just three people. I feel like that's not a lot. No, it's not a lot, but. It's so specific that I could tell that you said three people and you know those people by name. What the heck? Oh, 100%. Outside of these three people that are on your list, someone from your high school, someone from your middle school that's kind of was like, ugh, we were never really cool. Are you cool with them now? Um, 
I would say no, just because I don't care to like invite a bunch of new people into my life because I feel like I have a lot of really good friends. Okay. Like Ooh, Jacob said, I don't have any room for anybody. No, I mean, like, I yeah. have, like, if new people are gonna come new cool my people, life, but yeah. yeah, but like, I don't know. I don't know if I've had to cut someone toxic out of my life per se. I think maybe I've removed myself from a situation when I realized I was maybe becoming toxic or when I realized, like, oh shoot, these tendencies really? that I'm having are not ones that are good. I need to, like, this is not a situation. When was that? Um,. Usually in relationships, I suppose, mm. you you see, like, once you get a little bit distance from a situation, you can kind of see, you're like, oh, uh, you're like, oh that wasn't the best. Maybe I shouldn't go back to that. Mm. Um, but, yeah, with the list thing, I just don't, I don't have, I don't have room in my heart for a list. But also when I was thinking about if, if there was someone from my high school or middle school experience that wasn't cool and then tried to, you know be a part of the crew. I I agree with you that, you know, right now the circle is small anyways, so there's not really any room, you know, but I don't know. I really am a true firm believer of people change and, and, and I, maybe that's also why I don't have a list. Cause I'm, it's just like, there's no, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Some of the, some of the, or not some of the kids, the three people on my list, I just really feel like they would not change. Yeah, and and also like, people can change. You, like you can be a good person, and I still don't want to fuck with you. Like you, there, you don't have to be a bad person for me to to not want to mess with you. You could be totally cool, and I just don't vibe with you, or I just don't like. You know, yeah. I don't. You don't. There's not. There doesn't need to be an outstanding problem for you to distance yourself or not want to associate with someone. It's totally fine to just either have a preference or have like your your like crew there's no like i don't know i feel like yeah we've had this conversation before yeah um and and to kind of segue into that i've been reading this this book pure color a novel and i was saying before i really like books that break down uh like nonfiction, informational spiritual type ideas within fictional books and this is kind of one of those mm -hmm. and it opens up with saying that people kind of love in three different ways you have people who love like birds love from afar who are able to look at things holistically kind of abstract are really able to live in the moment they look at the flowers they are free and because of that sometimes they're also a little fickle and like a little spontaneity yeah, spontaneous temperamental you have people who love like uh fish fish when they lay eggs, they lay thousands of eggs and they take care of all of them. And they spend most of their lives, for better or for worse, caring for others. And they're just inherently really, you know, they like to spread their arms wide and, mm. and their hugs feel very big. And then you have the third group of people are people who love like bears. Bears have a few things, but they hold them very tight and they hold them very close. And you might have a few bear cubs, but you're making sure you got eyes on those couple of things. You know, and you like the circle small, but that's really intense. And maybe you don't go outside of that very often. What do you think? And there's some, and there's, and that's a spectrum, right? It's, it's like a Venn diagram. You could be a little bit of some, a little bit of most. Hearing those three, which do you think, ah, this is the one I feel the most like? Bird, bear, fish. I feel like I want to say bird, but I feel like I might be bear. Okay. Team? 
I was going to say that I think bird, but I would love to be like, I would love to love like a fish. Like, I wish I could oh, do okay. more. Because this, this book both... says, like, when I think about my mom, my mom feels like a fish. Definitely. My mom feels like someone who loves like a fish, who who inherently is very, uh, just like, she her, her love reaches wide. Um, the book was saying birds have the best lives, really. Because, you know, and, and the book also speaks that really people fall into one of these categories. And you'll never really understand what it's like to be the other one. Like, mm. like you, the way that you are, the way that you, like, it, it's kind of one of those two, you don't really ever understand what the other person is like, and that's okay, because the ecosystem of our world works. You know, you need birds for, you know, for fish, and birds need this and that. Mm. But it says that often, more often than not, birds live the happiest lives because they are the most free. And fish live the kind of most grindy, hardworking lives like because they're so always so their bandwidth is is spread so thin, you know. And then you have bears who are kind of somewhere in the middle, also a little unhappy, but you know, yada yada yada. So, so what do you what do y'all think? You said, yeah, I think I'm definitely bird, bird, bear. Yeah, Monica, I think somewhere between fish and bear. Okay. Who do you think you are? Um, probably bird. Mm. Yeah, I think the yeah. As as I've read a little bit more of the book, I think I associate more with a bird. And the reason that it prefaces all that to kind of just in case anyone out there wants to read it, the introduction sets up this this kind of uh, mantra. Right. This is how it sets up. This is these are the spectrums of the book. And then you, and then you're introduced to a character who is bird-like, who you know, whose conflict is between her father, who is kind of like a bear, and her ex-partner, who is kind of like a fish, you know. So, so that's that's how it it sets up the story. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was I thought it was interesting because it kind of says that the idea that you can't really change that that it's inherent in you it's kind of interesting um i think some of it has to do with our upbringing like a lot of the way that we form the way that we feel about love and the way mm-hmm. that we feel about nurturing and stuff is formed in those early years so that's kind of why it's inherent and kind of stays through the rest of your life but i also don't really know if i agree with that i think like sometimes and i'm sure like i'm sure they wasn't saying it's I set in stone Bible, but I think it's like, you know, I feel a lot of people are probably birds in their early years and then turn into bears once they have kids or, you know, children and stuff like that. Like, I think maybe you can only be probably like one at a time, but you definitely can change. Fluctuate. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's. That's why I also feel like a bear because I don't like. I don't really like I even outside of my circle. I would I would have guessed bear for you. Yeah, like I, I I like I like my stuff. I'm a like you know I'm not going out. I'm a hibernator, I suppose. <laughs> I know that's the interesting thing about like nature versus nurture. Like how much does the nature aspect play into it of saying like you're born this way? Because like I definitely know a lot of people who are very different from their parents and like the way that they were raised well, yeah. was to be a certain way, and then they're just not like they just are the way that they are. Yeah, you know. And then I know a lot of people like. I'm probably a good example of 
maybe it's nature, maybe it's nurture, but like I'm very similar to my dad and my dad raised yeah. all of us to kind of like be like him a little bit. Like we all grew up doing active outdoorsy things yeah. with him and like going to the beach and like he yeah. instilled a lot of his interests into us. So I don't know what how much do you of that think it is for you. Do you think it's nature or nurture? I think me specifically, I think very like naturey. I'm just a lot like my dad. Okay. Just like how we view the world, I think is very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas my brother views the world a lot differently than I do. And then my sister, I think is like pretty in the middle between my mom. I think she used to be a lot more like my dad and now she's getting older. She's more like my mom, hmm. which is really weird to see because my mom and dad are very different. Now, when you say like my mom, like my dad, for people who don't know your mom and your dad, what are like three adjectives or a couple of adjectives that you would use to describe? When you say my sister is becoming more like my mom, what in what ways is that is that the case? I think because, my mom is... I've, we, I know your mom. I know a lot of different versions of your mom. Yeah, I know yeah. a lot of different versions of your dad. Yeah. I think my mom, I would say, is fun, responsible, but... Jacob said Maybe. fun, and the whole podcast heard, like, mean girls. I'm a fun mom. Like, <laughs> I'm a cool mom. Cool no, mom. not like, no, my mom is, like, fun. Like, she's pretty funny. Like, yeah, I didn't, she's joyous. Yeah, jo- joyous. That's a better way to say it. And then I'd say maybe, like, aloof or whimsical. Maybe Don't whimsical. call your mom aloof. I what? you didn't aloof? do that, Miss Christina. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. We'll say whimsical. We'll say whimsical. Yeah, she's in the moment. She lives yes. in the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad, I'd say, is very spontaneous. Okay. Um... Lives life on the edge. Okay. Uh, and like responsible, kind of. Well, he sounds so. He's, he's a good. He's a good example. He's, he's of a someone hard worker. Who, but yeah, he's a good example yeah. of someone who who you know was able to enjoy his life and also you know keep his priorities straight and kind of stay on course. Yeah, he's and, like and it, yeah. he's like a kid who never really grew up. But at the same time, has accomplished a lot of very adult things. Yeah. That's the same my dad is like. Um, He's very youthful. Super youthful. And I think, you know, when we were teenagers and young, like my sister was very much like that. And now she's like a wife and is like about to have kids. And is like oh, kind I of see. turning more into my mom. Which is just weird to see her make this like, like weird formation. Yeah. Do you think that those things are? I think those things are. Because I, I, I don't know. There's. Some people who do kind of mold in this way. Mm-hmm. And then there's others who like, who don't. Clearly like your dad. dad. Yeah, yeah, my dad so, never so, really. I don't know. That's, yeah. That's a wild one. Do uh, you think you're more like your mom or your dad? I'm fucking me. I think you're so <laughs> different than both of them, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but if I had to pick, I'd say your, oh, really? I was going to say your dad. If really? I had, if I had to pick, yeah. I'd say it's funny. As as a youth, I would have never said I was like my dad. We always really? were arguing. He oh, was, that's right. he's so he's, he was so I was so sassy. <laughs> I was so I More always like in school everywhere. I was always had to be a class clown with the dumbest jokes. And luckily, they've gotten funnier over the years. But yeah. I just as a youth, I had dumb jokes, <laughs> dumb jokes, dumb comments, dumb sarcastic stuff that I would say. And my dad had no toleration for it. Mm-hmm. He was coming into 
I don't know. Like, well, I mean, when I think about it, I'm, I'm very grateful and kind of like, it's very kind of crazy to think that mm-hmm. this dude came into a relationship with someone who already had a kid. It's, it's, and it's, you were the kid, and I was the fucking kid. <laughs> and I was the, fucking the fact kid. that he stayed. Damn, you must like, have really liked your mom. Yeah, like go sitting at the door, like I'm going to make your life hell. <laughs> Drawing on furniture, like oh. carving my name into furniture, like his upholstery, Sholo. like his car. I remember being like, "Show really." And he was like, "What the heck? Like, this is my this car now." Demon yeah, child. I was like, "The graffiti's in my blood." <laughs> um, but. Yeah, nowadays, nowadays, I really think I, I, I don't know. I don't really feel like either of them. My dad feels like your dad, where he's reached the point in his life where he's like, "Yo, not it doesn't matter," but he's like, "It's not worth it." Yeah. He, he's kind of at the point where it's like, "It's not worth it." When I was growing up, it was worth it because <laughs> he had that he had that bark, oh my you know, God. and he still has that bark. But now his bark is to get his knowledge up. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Yo, the." The strict stuff is not with it anymore. I just want to get my knowledge up and and learn about everything. And because of that, he has a very laid back feel. And my mom, um, I think, was kind of lax with me as a youth and as an adult, you know, kind of being the person helping me navigate this world, this, this life, I suppose, to make it sound like a weird way. She's kind of she's got a she's got a bit more uh kind of uh what's the word for it? She has a a uh the word isn't strict, but maybe more rigid hands on uh hands on approach. Yeah. Uh but it, we have conversations about it. It's interesting, like being that your mom, my mom, both of our situations, like it's it's kind of an obscure phenomenon to hear other people talk about stage moms or like momagers in such a negative manner, and and in kind of such a like ours are not oh that my way god at all, yeah man. yeah in such like a oh my gosh like yo when you're hiring a kid you're hiring the parent as well or yeah. yo that mom is crazy or yo that dad is crazy yo this this and that to hear that all the time it kind of gives me paranoia with my own situation because my fam does have their hand like our hands are so deep in the kitchen they're mm-hmm. so, they're so crucial so you know so formative in 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 everything that I've done that there were honestly points where I was having some like in, not imposter syndrome but just some like I just paranoia like yo my family's yo, so in this they're with so me. fucking they have their hands so deep in my shit right now and 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 that shit is wrong Momagers mm. is wrong and and that I have to distinguish that and I have to like like I gotta do it on my own. Like mm-hmm. if if this business is gonna be serious this and if this shit is it has to be my own. And yo, what I realized is if you got a good fam, nobody a nobody rides for you like your fam does. Yeah. And if you have a good fam, why do you have to distinct why do you gotta like feel the need to separate that? And and it's also a Latino thing because my ass is 22 living at that crib still. <laughs> like there's there are certain situations where you turn 18 and you're out. Yeah. But just it was never like that for me so so it's kind of it was an interesting thing and and honestly what made me kind of like whoa, really meta about it for a second was watching Spider-Man. Really the new one? Yeah, the new Spider-Man. Whoa. Like the family aspect in that one so relatable. When, when the mom is saying 
yo, I'm not, I'm not scared of what is, yo, I'm getting like, oh, let's go, let's go, let's go. When the mom was saying, yo, I'm just, I'm just scared that nobody's gonna ride for you like, like we're gonna ride do. for you, yeah. you know. And that, I was just like, whoa, crazy. I've had that same exact, like, exact conversation with my dad, like recently, probably like a couple months ago, of. But it I, makes you crazy because sometimes, because then you have those moments too where I'm like, you know, those moments. Oh, you, you, you like, <laughs> my parents, but, but, um, yeah, nobody rides for you like them. And the Spider Man movie dude was crazy. Yeah. Crazy good. And, and I'm so just good. so good. Dude, that, but a part of me is like, also IMAX, y'all gotta see it in, in that crazy IMAX. Oh, the City Walk one? Yeah. Not, I mean, so... no, if, yeah, if you live in LA, City Walk, but like, look up. Yeah, at least like, IMAX. It got yeah. me, it, it got, all this year has not gotten me excited though. to not go to the movies. We, Dude, we this watched, summer, I didn't yeah. realize how many like freaking amazing movies are coming out this summer. Like, I'm Spider-Man, so... we just saw Transformers. Yeah, Transformers is really good too. What did you, I don't what know. Did you think of Spider-Man? Spider-Man was so sick. I, I Better than the first? I think it was better than the first just because of how much more ambitious they were with like, I, this is going to sound lame, but like the medium of animation. So cool. Like I watch a lot of animated stuff. That's good. They really like fucking tr- like hit or went for fucking, I don't even know how yeah. the phrase is, but. It was so cool, like the chef just, stars. Yeah, just the way that they were, you know, using sort of like the com- comic book panel style in like a a, a movie, like long form mm-hmm. type in, thing, like in motion. Yeah, like using that. those frames and like instead of cutting away, they like cut to the half single that is the comic book and like the. I personally, when ooh. Gwen, the first scene of her hugging her pops, and you see yeah. her yeah. aura float in. into the wall. Yeah, the watercolor water stuff. Color. I personally. Keep hitting this. I personally didn't love the watercolor thing, mm-hmm. but I love that they went for it. Yeah. Like that's just so cool. Like I've never seen that before. I didn't love it. I who thought was it was the sleeper hit. Who was like the character? Who was the Spidey that you were like? This is my favorite, dude. Obi. Hobie. Hobie, yeah. Hobie, for sure. Spider I mean, Punk. It was Spider either Punk. him or I'm gonna fuck up his name, but the guy who's from um, Mumbai uh, Hatton. Mubatan. Yeah. He was so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how he was Mr. Perfect. Like, I just put my hair up and it's like maybe a little bit of coconut oil. Backstory. And also I was I was watching a like a little round table that they did. Apparently they had like run some lines with him. They had run his character. He had gotten casted and they saw in the editing video, they're like, oh, we really want to lean into this. We want to really feel like we're part of this. Come into the writer's room like five months out. And let's Whoa, really make this your character. accurate, right? Wow. So he was the one like that that had the chai bit that had like he he was bringing all this stuff to the table to really make it. And oh, I think that that's, that's like that. Do you get coffee? Coffee? Yeah, yeah, that was good. With talking about like how crazy it is that one person, or not even talking about because we weren't talking about it, but it's it's crazy to think of how large one person one person's life can have an effect on, on an effect on ev- that butterfly effect. Like Donald Glover's existence is going to validate so many young kids that are going to get to see Miles Morales on the, on the big screen. Yeah. It's insane. The fact that, and for, the, for those of y'all that don't know, we're talking about Spider-Man and specifically Miles Morales in the fact, in the sense that Donald Glover, childish Gambino literally inspired Miles, Miles Morales. Morales. Yep. Season two, Community comes out. They have this montage of, of Donald Glover dressed in Spider-Man outfit. And he's kind of saying like, yo, I should be Spider-Man, right? 
and and this and word around town is like on Twitter, they're like, oh, we actually like this. This mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Maybe there should be a black Spider-Man, yada, yada, yada. That the creators of Spider-Man then go back and say, yo, that he's actually is sick. something. He's onto something. They make Miles Morales. They get an animated show, get Donald, Donald Glover, Glover to, play. to do the voice of Miles Morales, which is cool, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And then the Tom Holland Spider-Man comes out and they say, Yo, how do we how do we incorporate this? And they get him to do a cameo as the uncle in the Miles Morales. Aaron it, Davis. Aaron Davis, the prowler. Mm-hmm. We don't really see it in that first one. He's it's a super quick cameo, but then it, there's a huge payoff in this in this yeah. Spider Man newest one because yeah. he does where say he plays the prowler. Well, yeah, there's a deleted scene yeah. where he's saying like, "Yo, Miles, I'm not going to make it back home," and and that was crazy. But just to think like um, that guy. What a what a prolific thing! I love when the, all the Spider Mans are walking by and everyone's like boo boo. Oh yeah, like, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> so so right. <random. laughs> but that's just yeah. like it's so, so good, so funny, it's yeah. so funny. Yeah. I liked, I did like the moment of, like, that all of the Spider People are chasing after, yeah, Miles. That part was crazy. That was I liked looking. I mean that scene. That scene. I hear took four years to make and also is a scene that you could watch like 10,000 times and, and get notice a new, a new character. Thing, yeah. I mean, I saw a little plushy Spider-Man. Yeah, the plushy. The popsicle. Yeah. The melted popsicle face. The what? paper bag. The the T-Rex. The T-Rex. T-Rex is funny. Which is like weird because they're like, oh, everything is canon. So everything like, you know, they're oh, yeah. all connected. It's like, explain the dinosaur and explain the cat. Yeah. 250 <laughs> spider people. I like um, the parked car. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh, Peter yeah. Peter Park's car. Peter Park's car. Car. car, yeah. I did love the spot villain. Oh yeah. I thought that was great. The the shit. Well, Cuz what do you think cuz I was I was talking about it with the boys. Do, do y'all fuck with the like taking the most random character the James Gunn effect where you're like let's just take the Polka dot man and make him yeah. cool. You like that? Well, so I wa- I like it too. Right? I watched the- I like it when it's done well. Yes, I think I like when it's done well. Before even watching Spider Man and knowing that he was the villain, I watched a YouTube video about this guy talking about the history of the spot. And he comes in in like the old, old, old comics and fucks up Spider Man. And he was like a kind of like a funny side gimmicky villain. And then he's never seen again and is only ever used as a gimmick. And like that's he's like his backstory is constantly changing and it's always really bad and like it wasn't really good. And so this was them kind of like taking this character that's been shit on and handled pretty poorly and like giving him a cool like flushed out thing i liked that after knowing what his backstory has been um and yeah i don't know it seems like his power is something that is kind of silly like when the bread's coming out of him and all that stuff but now it's like his power is kind of cracked like yeah i have no clue how they're gonna beat him i don't think he's actually gonna be the main villain i think he's gonna be the undercard of the of the the third movie Oh, mm. what do you think the main villain is? I don't be? know. Vulture. Well, no, vulture. I, another vulture. But th- right now, the spot guy is so Wait, powerful. Vulture? Re- you really think it's gonna be the vulture? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> hey, no, no. I, I think it's Hop gonna goblin. be Rhino. I mean, it, I mean, it's yeah. It could it could equally be anyone. I'm not. Yeah, third movie definitely gonna get some more likely. Oh, so you think head, it's but... gonna be? Yeah, for some reason, Where's Harry. Because they're Harry Styles. Osborne. <laughs> oh, I mean, that too. I guess. Okay. Maybe he could be in it. Harry Osborne. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where's the Osborne in, in the first one, there's a Green Goblin. 
movie. Is there? Yeah, there's a big. Remember, he's a huge Green Goblin. Oh, yeah, Even yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's literally being like, yeah, yeah. He's called Norman or Harry. I don't remember. Um, well, Scott, it's stop. Harry Osborne. Oh, he calls oh. him Harry. Harold Theopolis Osborne, oh, known as Harry Osborne. Oh, damn, it's his homie. But yeah, know. for some reason, I just get the feeling because they're making him so OP. They're making him like the craziest, most broken villain, like yeah. most powerful guy. He can do everything. I just hope that they that don't I just do feel the... like he's like reverse that or like yeah. the anime thing where they go crazy, 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 and then it's like, and then, something, it's like, else, and then yeah. something happens at the very end, which is like oh, reverse. I just yeah. hope that they don't do the very classic like oh, he's so powerful, but he's too powerful. We can use his power against him. Like I just hope like they don't do that. Yeah, which they probably will do because he's too powerful. Yeah, but this movie is so smart that I think it's going to be so creative. I'm I don't sure think it's, it's going to be one of those movies that's like, oh, oh that again. and then everything worked in the end. Yeah, like, I yeah. think it's going to be The crazy. writing is so great. The, the directors are so great. They've been working on all of these for, you know, the past seven years. So it's One thing I did like is I didn't like Gwen's character for most of the movie because she's kind of shitting on, or like, isn't that cool to Miles for like the whole movie? She has some. Well, she's just like she kind of. She's her. She's a victim to her circumstance. She's kind of. She's like, a victim to her circumstance, but you do have free will, and also she kind of falls in the category of like what his mom talks about is like there's people who aren't going to ride for you at, like we will, and she doesn't. She doesn't. And, but, what but what are the I society? Like, what are the spider society trying to do? What are, What are they? What is she doing that's inherently wrong? Like, no, all, all I'm saying is that I like that she was, like, not super cool to him. Mm -hmm. And then towards the end of the movie, because usually I feel like when there's characters like that, they, like, defend themselves. Like, no, but this and this and that. I like that she's just like, you know what? No, I fucked up. I feel really guilty about oh, that. Yeah, and yeah. I'm going to support you now. Yeah. I like that aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. I it will was, say. It was a sick movie. I, I, I think, uh, who, who are some, who are some celebrities that are big right now in, in media that you know are going to be in the next one? Pedro Pascal is going to be a Spider-Man for sure. You think Pete? You think Pete's going to be a Spider-Man? Oh, my God. I feel like Margot Robbie or uh, oh. who's a girl played Princess Peach? Oh, Anya Taylor-Joy. Anya Taylor-Joy. Taylor She's super hot right now, too. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Sure. shots. No, no, no. Not, I'm saying hot as in popular. Oh, popular. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> no shade, Anya Taylor Joy. Oh, okay, okay. No shade. She said, "Not my type." She said, "No, no, 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 no. not hot." Not hot. I just, I don't know. Well, did you guys mention what did you guys think about the voice actor switch up in the end with Miles G, G Morales? Wait, it's not. Wait, it's not, it's him. not, it's not him. him. So that's interesting. Really? It's um, Jarrell Jerome. Oh shit! Who's that? Who's that? I'm is, a Virgo. Uh, when they see us, yeah, he's, Moonlight. Moonlight, yeah, he's, he's like the oh, friend, and he's like the friend, the in friend in Moonlight. Oh, really? That's why the, you guys noticed the accent change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was. And he, I thought is, more he is Puerto Rican, Afro Latino. Yeah, right. Yeah. Where is he? Wait, is he Puerto Rican? No, he's Dominican. Yeah, yeah, he's, oh, he's, he's Dominican. Dominican. He, so he is Afro Latino. That's and he's a great actor. He's yeah. He, now I have. A, I also like have that, a speculation. I like that Morales way more. Oh, than, the Prowler. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a gripe I had. I there's no. I mean, maybe there is in the second movie they're going to reveal it. I don't see why this Miles Morales has any reason to be super hostile and like immediately on the the defense of the Miles of the Spider Man. I, yeah, I didn't see like why he's like we're going to hit like for what? Well, because he's for fucking what? up the universe. He's changing yeah. everything. He's creating these holes, these big old things. He's and already he come specifically to knows this. No, well, he has a thing. He has an empire going on with his uncle, and he's like, who's this other? 
version of me that's just popping up in my universe. They're about to hit a lick, right? Yeah, they're he's they're basically like they got a I crime mean, empire. Yeah, they're like they're running this thing, and he's coming in like trying to change things but up. He, he hasn't tried to change anything. He literally just showed up, and they're like, "All right, come on," and they just take him to the their evil lair. Like he he really gets to that world and does nothing. He has not, not done yet. anything in that world. I have a feeling that the I'm sure it'll be explained, but like right now, it's just like. I think that they Why? know more than than we think. I think we're meeting them thinking that they're just two people who have just been living their lives, yada, yada, yada. And but then all of a sudden a they more. see this Spider-Man. They're like, we got to handle him. I think they oh, probably yes. have some foresight as to what's been going on. And yeah, because yeah, because if all of those prowlers know and if all of those mm-hmm. other like, I, I don't know yeah. if there's someone like making a trans-dimensional reactor in one universe, isn't there a team, a doing lab that. doing that in every universe? No, but exactly. there's not. Because Why the not? spot was going to only specific universes that had a, whatever, oh, like a crazy... Yeah, because he was going to very specific ones. So, so not every... But Earth-42 definitely had one because that had the yeah. spider that was supposed to go to Miles. Blah, 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 blah. Well, no, not necessarily. Oh, gosh. We're starting one of these podcasts. Well, no, no, no. Not in this <laughs> Have you I, seen I don't know. Actually, That's look at this panel. <laughs> well, at minute 242. Well, no, no, no. I don't know because they just stole it from that dimension. Like, okay, or okay. from from what the spot guy was saying. I mean, right, but no, from what the spot guy was saying, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he was like, no, we... We teleported this one over here. Like, and that's, it doesn't need to be like a phone call type interaction. We're like, there has to be one yeah, over here and one yeah, over here. Right. Like, I also think that at the end of the third movie, they're going to go live action. They're going to go from the animation world yes. and then we're going to meet the live, live action, action Miles Morales. Morales. I, the two people I'm seeing right now are Miles Brown of Blackish fame, the baby kid on, on that I kid. I love that kid. He is so cool. And, I would love if he put But that you role. love this next kid even more, Dallas Dupree Young. Our favorite oh, young black kid I from see Cobra that. Kai. Oh, I can see it. He would be so He's, good. Yeah. So, Dallas would is, be is he so too young? good. Dallas? Ah, no, no, by the time they're the starting to make age. that, yeah, like they're going to be, gonna be young teenager. I mean, the kid in the movie right now is 15. He's supposed to be 15. Those guys are like 15, totally 16 right 15. now. Yeah, I think in and a they're going to stay, they're gonna so stay 15, looking yeah. the same age. Like both of those guys would be. Oh, damn. I'm so biased. I love Miles, but Dallas would be so fucking good for that. So Mosca wants Dallas to play. Miles Morales. Yeah, everybody in Lone Lobos, you gotta you we're gonna start the petition for Dallas. What what a lot of people are saying right now is that there's like superhero fatigue or that there's action fatigue, but I that's not the case. I don't think it's actually and people are saying it. It's not the case. I think it's just like quality yes. story stuff that people are missing. It's just becoming too formulaic and too predictable. Yeah. When you have something like a Spider-Man that is able to have the like the crazy, you know, stereotypical like everything that we've seen in this movie is, You've seen is, before. is stuff yeah. that we've seen before and that's literally the the whole Spider-Man mm-hmm. story is yeah. that we've seen You have so seen many it before. times yeah. but yo, this movie's doing it different and no matter what at all costs, Miles is doing it his own way. And it was so sick. Yeah. It was so, it just got me so pumped. I've seen it three times now. Damn. Three times in the theaters. It's just the coolest. It's good. I think people are tired of like the Thor type stuff. Like, cause those just seem so formulaic. And like, I didn't, I haven't seen like any of the new Marvel movies. I saw the new Doctor Strange. It just had to go the opposite direction. It's just, it's just kind of like the, 
the ecosystem. It's just a circle. You, yeah. you saw they were it great for a while, and then, and then it's Tyka, like, and then Tyka came in, and he totally took it the other direction. And James Gunn came in, and they totally took it a different yeah. flavor. And then it kind of now it's readjusting. And yeah, like I thought the new Guardians was good, but it yeah. was like it was good. But I think it's also you're not like because. You, Maybe you, because Spider-Man's animated, like, I just love it so much more. But I don't even think so. Like, I just, I think if that was a live-action movie, I think I would have liked it just as much. I think you just have a different gauge. I think as an actor, as a someone in the industry, you just, your bar, like, is, your C range and your A range is just skewed a little bit higher. A movie has to maybe. be better for... Do more? Because, yeah, it was crazy. I forget <clears throat> what movie we were walking out of that you were like, yeah, it was, it was okay. And I was like, What? That was great. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, I'm curious what movie it was. Um, it could have been something like Guardians where I was like, the thing is also though that you you don't cry. You're not like emotional at movies. Mm-mm. You don't, you don't, I think you're one of the people, I was just talking to another homie who said the movies that he cried in were When They See Us and... That's one other flick, but oh, it was when they see us the uh, Ava DuVernay. What? Uh, who's the girl? Central Park Five. Who's okay, the girl? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Niecy Nash. She plays the mom. I was thinking of a different movie, but, but now I'm not. Okay, that's super sad. Heavy, yeah, yeah, but that's super heavy. You don't cry. The only thing I've ever cried in was uh, Cast Away when Tom Hanks loses oh, Wilson. Yeah, that's right. Wow. You're yeah. so weird. <laughs> How do you not cry, dude? I cried yesterday watching The Idol. <laughs> when she was masturbating you're like oh, this is so beautiful no no I, no. I love I, her nipples I yeah I feel like such a cornball now that I just said that out loud but yeah Jacob you're not a fan of 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 sex scenes you're not really a fan you, you know I don't, you don't mind you're sex of scenes. the I don't mind sex scenes in media if it drives the story I'm but totally fine with that. When has it driven the story for you, in your opinion? Um, the only this is the example I use all the time yeah, is this is where I leave you. Okay, I haven't seen it. So if you if you've seen it, you know. If you know, you know. Um, There's just one sex scene at the very beginning that's so awkward and graphic, and it really like drives like, oh, okay, this is why the main character is the way he is. Like okay. that's and kind out. of uh, what's that movie with Jason Siegel where he gets broken up while he's naked? That kind of oh. feels like. That- oh, is that? Forgetting Sarah, Sarah Marshall. Marshall. Yeah, that, yeah. That feels very and he goes to Hawaii. Oh my <laughs> God! And Russell Brand in that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, but in this one, because I was t- I was telling Jacob, Jacob, you need to watch it for the pod. It's gonna be the show that everyone's talking about. It's the new Sunday HBO show. Yada yada yada. And Jacob goes, Sholo, I don't, I just don't really want to watch it. It's, I know it's gonna be all I'm hearing. It's been a bunch of sex. I don't really. It's not driving the plot. It's just for for eye candy. And the first episode I watched, and I agreed with you. And I was like, okay, there's not a lot going on here. The weekend, I'm giving a thumbs down. Lily Rose Depp is giving like a really intense performance, performance but it's was not good, for me. But... Um, and the sex stuff, I just really thought like, I thought it perpetuated something that I just wasn't of, like, I didn't agree with. I wasn't a fan of, like, just inherently the nature of the. The what's what's the ape what's the weekend's character's name? Tedris 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 Tedris. His name is Tedris Tedris. Being his vibe, his that's the like way from my hero Tetsu 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 Tetsu. Yeah, what the fuck? like yeah. I just I thought that it was just a really icky thing to want to put on the biggest stage, but then I watched the second episode, and and I'll just talk about it for a little bit here. 
to give y'all a little sauce. Yeah, how did it? Do it. How did it change it? Yeah, Lily like Rose Depp. Lily Rose oh, Depp really? changed it for me. Yeah, she she changed it for me. I after you know, the fifth time seeing her naked, that like really opened my eye to like. Honestly, bro, <laughs> she's not even naked that much. Full full naked, nah. Never. She's not there. It's kind of like Entourage where. A lot, a lot of the of other people are naked, and oh. there's a lot of topless as well. But, but she's, you know, I will say though, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to downplay what she's doing. She goes for it. She is like, when I think of, yo, this is when I know how long it takes us to film a show, dude. Oh, and like, <clears throat> yo, forty. That was forty minutes of a fifty-minute show that were uncomfortable. That like that. That the person is going through something that is uncomfortable. She's she's walking in these crazy heels in this crazy outfit. She's going through this traumatic these traumatic events. She's having to do this sex stuff. She's having to do all that. That's what like I three think of as of an actor life. that yeah. that one episode could take so long. And they're shooting on film, so there's only a couple of takes. And all of this other stuff. Like I got to give props before I give any sort of like critique, critique because this shit is so hard. And I just watched my own movie for the first time. And I'm just <laughs> never critiquing anyone else again because I know how vulnerable <laughs> it is. Especially because I like the shit too. Especially when you like it. Yeah. Then it's like, fuck, I like it and other people don't like it. So so uh, before I give any sort of criticism, before I before I trash The weekend, uh, it, it was Lily Rose Depp changed it for me. Hey. I mean, I haven't seen your movie. Yeah. But it looks good. No, we had it, but it looks good. Yeah. We'll take your word for it. We'll take your word for it. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. I I just really thought her performance, the story got more interesting for her, at least in my opinion, in terms of it really, what I thought was going to be a highlight reel of what a man wants Hollywood to be, which Mm -hmm. honestly is what I think the show is going to be. I think it's going to be the creator and the creator's like, Wet dream. wet dream. I think that's kind of what it's looking to be because you're right. A lot of the sex isn't super like it's it drives the plot, but in a way that is very misogynistic, in my opinion. I don't know what y'all think. Like, it's weird being the creator of the show and then have someone write a line that references your character as rapey. I think like that just seems and not to get too deep into the semantics of it all. Because that's really looking. That's like correlation. Is cause this is this this is right because of this. Part. I don't know. I think it's weird to be a creator of something and like be the sort of puppet master to make all of these things happen but that are like w- really uncomfortable, weird stuff, but and we putting also, yourself in a weird. Yo, but yes, but we also both of us want our good time movie, where someone is not like they're also. I understand the appeal of doing something. You know that someone is doing some flawed weird stuff, flawed stuff. But this was just one that was a miss for me. I'm still gonna watch more of it because I think it's cool. <laughs> You're invested now. You got I'm like, invested. You got like Lily Rose two hours in. Yeah, she, she, she. I, w- I was Do you think it's gonna be a big popular show? Yeah, it already is. Really? Yeah, it's it's already the Sunday show. Whatever show they put on Sunday is the Sunday is- show, and they know it. It was Euphoria. Then it was The Last of Us. Then it was Succession. Then it was Barry. You know, they, whatever they have on that Sunday slot, Game of Thrones. It's a banger. So, how many episodes are they doing this season? Do we know? They, uh, with all of these shows, they seem like ten to twelve, and they're out. Eight, eight to twelve, and they're out. This is just some good, good stuff. I, I'm super excited about the summer. 
I'm gonna catch up on Barry summer. though. Yep. Catch up on Barry. Dude, the movies this summer. I'm I'm I love Ninja I don't know Ninja Turtles if, is gonna be cool. Ninja Turtles is gonna be Barbie Oppenheimer, Blue Beetle is gonna be cool, oh, Mission yeah. Impossible is gonna be cool. I was gonna say I don't know if you love the Mission Impossible stuff, but I think it's sick. That's I mean, gonna all be the really trailers cool. that I've been seeing are dope. Yeah. Uh yeah. That was a yeah, we sped through that one, bro. Yeah, it'll be a, this will be a good like I'm just excited just to do the podcast episodes talking about like every movie that we get to see. Cray, cray. Yeah, it'll be cool. Um, yeah, we're gonna need some some more epis or something because these we, I talk about movies all day. I just realized, yeah. goddamn. Yeah, we could do. I mean, it's so easy. To, I don't know. Yeah. It's easy to talk yes, about. Movies. It's easy. It's easy. Um, but y'all, thank you uh, for joining this week's episode. Uh, Hikama is going to take us out. Get your toes off of my dog. <laughs> he likes it. He's asleep. Leave him alone. He loves it. He's dreaming um, of like a little a little female Hikama kissing him. I just think of the Untouchables where. Dude, like, oh, I think of that all the time. Ears licked, and he's like, "Oh, this shit is busted." And they start like putting in his hand down. And he's like, yeah, "No, no, 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 no." no. <laughs> um, but oh, y'all, we got a. Um, you can listen to the podcast uh, anywhere that you find podcasts. Spotify, Apple. That's right. Uh, uh, but also, if you're, if ones. you didn't know, we also have a video portion on YouTube. Hey, hey, hey. Um, and <laughs> uh, we have Lone Lobos official or official Lone Lobos. Yeah, just Lone Lobos. Look us up on YouTube. You can find us. And uh, we got a Reddit, Twitter, that all that in the description. Check it out. Uh, Instagram. TikTok. 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 You know it. Come on. Email. Hello. At Lone Lobos.com. Do the scroll thing. Look at the rest of it. It comes up on the screen. You know the deal. I'm one half of your um, dog-loving podcast, Chola Marihuana. I'm the other half. um, The idol-loving Sex scene loving those, yo. But I will say, no, I can't say. It. No, do it, do it, do it. I'm so curious. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Do it. <laughs> we can cut it. We can cut it. Go, go, go. No, just yeah. I don't know. Just do it. Do you got to do it in the in the fucking thing? Do it like that. I mean, I just love when the weekend was making Lily Rose Depp sit on the bed and he was going. It's so weird. <laughs> I just gotta say, it's so weird knowing that the weekend has a high pitched voice in real life. And oh, seeing he does? him lower his voice for this and going, Yeah, that's right. Suck my. This episode of Lone Lobos is a Lone Lobos production produced by Monica Tamayo and JMKM with intro music by Nicholas Gray. Like what you hear? Check us out on Instagram at Lone Lobos.